Hey, welcome to the Rally Point Men's Ministry, where the integrity of men matters. We welcome you to today's broadcast, and we look forward to coming to you each and every week that we may speak to you and encourage the men of God. Be strong, stand strong, and see God work in your lives. Now let's welcome Pastor West and the men of Rally Point as they talk this week about their topic. God bless you. What is happening, guys? How 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 are you guys doing this uh, morning? Yeah, everybody, everybody okay? Yeah, this uh, this 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 pandemic is uh, is is trying on people. Yes, it is. You know, I was I was saying to Marissa uh, yesterday that one of the things that just really didn't put much thought in is, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, domestic issues going on right now. It's on the rise. All right. It's on the rise because, you know, I mean, most guys or women, their outlet was their employment. Their outlet is getting out of the house and getting away for a little bit. And now they're stuck together and, you know, they really don't don't know how to uh, communicate, you know, with each other and, and how to be with each other, you know, and they're stuck now with each other. So the rise of domestic violence is on on the upswing, you know. So, yeah, and I I I can see it. You know what I mean? Understand it? Um, yeah. I don't understand it, but I can see it. Uh, yeah. But you know, so keep 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 families in prayer. You know. Yes. Um, yes. You know, and well, this. They used to tell they used to tell me that a man's pain pill was work. Huh. Well, that's true. Man, man is made to work, but it's a different work than what the world sees, right? And what the world believes. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, we know that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, mean, I, guess, I think another part of it too is uh, the financial. You know, being that everybody, you know, a lot of people aren't, you know, aren't making money, and that's one of the biggest issues in relationships is finance. So. Mm-hmm. Right. True. True, Bob. Yeah, there's a lot of guy people out of work. You know, um, and. Uh, that's putting a lot of stress on the family, you know, on the family unit, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, we've been praying. We've been praying for that. Yeah. Hey, thank, thank China and the World Health Organization for it. They conceived the whole darn thing. We spread it out. Sixty days ago, we had the greatest economy going. Now we're almost in a depression. Found a way to get to us. Well, you know, everything that happens, guys, happens for a reason. Well, yeah, does. Nothing, nothing can happen without God's approval, right? Without God's allowing it to happen, you know. So, if it's going on, He's aware of it, and you know He's in it. So, you know, we just we just have to thank Him and look to Him, right? Uh. Man, man, if man was left to his own devices, uh, we'd be gone a long time ago. Right? We would have killed ourselves yeah. and blew the world yeah, up. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, like it says, everything happens for good if uh, you love God. Amen. Amen. So this morning, this morning, I want to I wanna talk about um, passion, right? Passion. The virtue of passion, right? And the beatitude that, that uh, coincides with it is, coincides with it is, uh, Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Right? My, my book says filled. <laughs> Amen. Well, hey, if, if you're hungry and thirsty, I guess you get filled, right? So what's filled, what's filled. what's um what's passion mean to a man? What's 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 passion to a man? Something you really like a love. That you you push forward to all the time. It could be other things too. <laughs> like some people are gym rats. They they hunger and thirst for for, for a good body or something. Hmm. Any other thoughts? What's passion? Kind of like a drive. Yeah. A, a drive. Yeah, John Martino, you're John Martino, you're breaking up just a little bit. Say that again. Okay, it's like a strong drive. 
John was all done. Go ahead. You all done, John? Go ahead, John Rubiano. No, I, was, I agree with John uh, Martino. I want to add to his. It's an emotional drive. Mm. You know, it's, a, it's an emotional. Uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a strong, strong feeling towards anything, something. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Okay, a strong feeling towards something, right? Yeah, I think it's something that motivates you, something that uh, something that you that you give your all to, something that you're mm-hmm. really attached to. Well, can be anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's just something that means that means the most to you, something that mm-hmm. you know you want to give your best at, something that you, you strive to do and to, and to be the best at. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so, when I think of passion, right, I think of, uh, you know, that movie, The Passion of the Christ. Oh, yeah, The Passion. Right, and, and, there was some amount of, there was some amount of suffering that, uh, that he had to go through. Right? You know, I mean, a lot of times we associate uh, passion with um, a good feeling. Uh, we associate passion with uh, love, right? Um, but passion, um, passion is motivating. Passion is moving. Pa- our passion uh, can get us through some stuff and in some stuff, right? And, and if our passion is directed in a negative way, um, we can find ourselves addicted to drugs. We can find ourselves addicted to pornography. Um, we can find ourselves addicted to, to practically anything, right? If our, passions, if our passions are negatively motivated, right? Um, but if our passion is, is, is directed in the right direction, right? Then, then our, our passion uh, can get us through some stuff, right? Like, like this, like this pandemic, right? Like this, like this time that we're in right now, right? So, so because I think of the passion of the Christ, right? So I think of all that he had to go through, all the suffering that he had to go through, and it was his passionate love for the Father, his passionate love to see the will of the Father done, which allowed him then. To go through the beating, to go through the uh, humiliation, uh, to go through the pain. Right. Does that make sense to anybody? Yeah. 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 Well, you mentioned that passion. You mentioned love in your explanation of passion, right? Yep. So that's the love of this father. Hmm. Right, right. So the definition that that I like for passion that suits our purpose is an object of desire or deep interest. Yeah. All right. An object of desire or deep interest. Because because in order for us men, right, to uh, be able to walk, the walk that we're called to walk, uh, to be men of God, to be sons of God, we have to be passionate about this thing. Right, because if we're not passionate about who we are, who we belong to, and what we're doing, um, yes. then the world's gonna come in and, and, and just wash us away. Right, yes. life, life is gonna come in and wash us away. Right, and we'll find ourselves um, far, far away from God and wondering how we got there. Does that make sense? John, John Martino, do you have something? Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, you had mentioned about the pandemic. I don't, I don't know if I'm getting off the mark, but it seems like with me, the uh, effect of this being uh, home and all that, it says forces you to go to places that you normally don't go with yourself. Like self-examination. Like some of the stuff, I mean, that I found, um, that some of the things I like what I see and some things I don't. Uh, you know, and, um, 
doing like more reading with all the negatives about the pandemic, but the time it's it's almost like they put on 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 hold. You know, you you got this time to be utilizing it. Um, I don't know if that's coming across right, but uh, for instance, I've been doing reading. I've been saved a long time, (laughs) but it's the first time I've ever read Samuel. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It was the first time I did that. (laughs) I couldn't figure out uh, why I hadn't done it earlier or sooner. But um, it's a, I don't know, it's it's like a, an opportunity to grow. Yeah, amen. Amen. Yeah, and, and you know, yeah. John, John, you bring up you bring up a great point because when we're um, in a stuck in a situation like we are, where we have a lot of time on our hands, um, whatever we're passionate about, we're gonna find ourselves gravitating towards. Yep, right. right. Whatever it is that you're passionate about, you're gonna find yourself gravitating towards because you don't have the distractions of everything else going on in your life. Yeah. Right. Uh, so if you're if you're passionate about. Uh, I don't know, sports, you're going to be watching a lot of ESPN, you know. Uh, if, if, you're, if you're passionate, yeah, if you're, if, you're, if you're passionate, you know, about pornography, you're going to find yourself watching a lot of pornography, right? Because you got a lot of time, and, and time for a man can be very dangerous. It can be very dangerous, right? Um, because... Amen. That's right. Amen. So yeah. true. I was going to say that, Scalise. He beat, beat you, Ed. He, he beat you to yeah, it, Ed. Yeah, yeah. Probably a little sharper than me this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's true, right? And and that's why we need to, you know, really focus and and direct our passions towards God and towards Christ. Um, yeah. You know, um, John Martino, I was, my, my, the word the Lord's given me for the next, uh, sermon I'm going to talk is out of 1st Samuel and it just it just uh just kind of showing me that whole thing with David and the anointing of God over David you know um which is pretty powerful uh but but you know there's a guy who was passionate for God right um if we look in in the scriptures right um there were a lot of men and women that were passionate for God you know, uh, look at Paul. You know, uh, Paul was Paul was passionate for God. He was beaten. He was stoned. He was uh, uh, um, starved. He was imprisoned. Uh, he was shipwrecked. You know, um, and you know all of those things for the sake of Christ, right? For the sake of serving God. You know. Yeah. And and, and I mean, a lot of times, if we go through just a little bit of struggle, we're ready to quit. You're ready to walk yeah. away from God and say, I'm all set, yeah. right? But if, but if our passion is in the right place, right, um, then we we can we can hang in there. We can stick it out. We can weather the storm, right? Um, what are some of the things that men are passionate about? Work, I think, would be number one. Work, yeah. Yeah. You know, what happens? Hey, hey, hey Scalise, what happens when you retire? Hey, you still got. You seem like you work more. <laughs> hey, Wes, that was a pretty good one Thursday night you had stuck in the middle. It's so easy now to get stuck in the middle. True. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Really, that was good. I, I congratulate you on that. Yeah, that was thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. proves that we listened, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't miss anything. Well, you know, to to keep it, you know, on the on the subject and the topic, if, if we're not passionate about God, we will find ourselves yeah, stuck true. in the middle, you oh, know, because we'll be wishy washy with God. We'll we'll waffle back and forth with Him, um, and where we stand with Him, you know. So work is something that men are passionate about. What else are men passionate about? Family. Family. Yeah, family. Men are passionate about work. Men are passionate about family. What else are men passionate about? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's really. How <laughs> about sports? They've taken that away from us. All we watch is reruns. <laughs> yeah, men, men are passionate about their sports, right? Yeah, yeah, you better know they are. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. 
Hmm. Let me ask you this. Um, and it may sound it may sound like a weird question, right? It may sound off topic, but it's not. Um, what's what's righteousness? What is righteousness? Righteousness means you know, you're doing the right thing according to God's word. That's righteousness. Right is God. Righteousness, what'd you say, John Seminole? Being in right standing with God. Mm. Yeah. Following God's yeah. will. Yeah. 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 Righteousness is being in, in, in right standing with God. Right. What's what is let, let's dig into that just a little bit. What does it mean to be in right standing with God? Being humble. Okay. Okay, Alan, I like that. Knowing you can't do anything without him, that it all stems from him. Okay. It means that you're trusting in him too. Hmm. Trust in faith. Being faithful. Being faithful. Okay. Pursuing him, seeking him. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of waiting to hear something else, though. What? What are we missing in this definition? I'm not. All oh, you guys are right, but we're missing. I'm about favor. But Jesus. I think that's the result of it. Go ahead, John uh, Martino. I was just going to say, uh, righteousness is Jesus living in us. Through us. Yeah, righteousness. Um, yeah, so, well, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, you know, uh, but you're right, John Martino. We'll, we'll kind of get to that place of how and why that is, right? What that means. But but righteousness, um, the one element, right, that we're missing in the definition of it is compliance, Right, yeah. compliance. Right, that means that means um, not only are we, you know, humble. Not only are we uh, 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 committed, right, uh, dependable, but we're compliant. Meaning, we we also are doing the things that God demands of us and and expects of us. Right, um, righteousness. Right, being in right standing with God, being in right standing with God. See, how can you be in in right standing with someone if you're not in compliance with them? Right, and and, and that's a that's a big part for us men, you know, because I mean we can get all those other things. We can be humble. We can, um, we can be even be committed, right, but not be in compliance. Right, not not be in order, right? Because in in the kingdom of heaven, there's an order to things. There's there's a, there's a an order. There's a, a way of things that are done, um, and we can be um, committed, humble, and still be out of compliance with God, and thus not being uh, righteous in His standing. In good standing. Does that make sense? That would be yeah. self righteous, right? So self righteous, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely, John. I, you know, uh, John Cambio, yeah. I, I, I totally agree. We could fall. We could easily shift from a place of righteousness to a place of self righteousness. Self righteousness, yeah. But our righteousness, isn't, our, isn't our righteousness through Jesus Christ, who we accepted? Yeah. Yeah. None of us, none of us are righteous. <laughs> right? None of us. It's, I mean, it's impossible. That's the whole purpose why he came and and uh, and sacrificed for us was to to give us righteousness. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, because yeah, man, man was not right with God. No, and that's why he had to come to make us all right. Amen. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Like 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 it says in the Old Testament. God lived in the tabernacle in the temple, where in the New Testament He lives within us. Right. Yeah, you know, and that's what, and that's kind of where John Martino was headed uh, with his comment. Right. Okay. One is we can't we can't be righteous. Right. We 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 don't have the ability for that. Right. 
Um, and righteousness, righteousness is also something that's that's bestowed upon us, right? Um, it's it's something that that's credited us, right? Um, right, exactly, exactly. Crown of righteousness is something that that's given to us um, by God and through God, right? We we can't see we can't we can't say to God that I'm in perfect. Uh, unity with you, that I'm in perfect uh, conformity with you, right? Only God can make that decision and say that, you know, hey, John, John Rubiano, you're in perfect conformity with me. And because of that, I give you, I, I credit you the crown of righteousness, right? You're in good standing with me. You're in line with me, right? And that's powerful. And, and here's, where, here's, where, here's where passion kind of comes in and works with that. Right, because if if we're not passionate about the things of God, if we're not passionate uh, for the Word of God, if we're not passionate to serve God and to do his, and to let His will be our will, then we're gonna find ourselves out of conformity with God. It's impossible for us to stay in line with God if we're not passionate about it. It's impossible. You know, one one can say that righteousness is a lifestyle that is in complete conformity to the will of God. That's righteousness. Yeah. Right. This is this is a this is a lifestyle that that Jesus uh, desires for us and 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 wants for us. Right. Yeah. Um. And the only way that we can get there is through being uh, passionate for our Lord and Savior. You know, and, and, and what's the thing that continually blows my mind and as much as I, uh, as, 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 for as long as I've uh, been a Christian and, and kind of studying and researching and praying on the word of God, the thing that just continually, continually surprises me and blows my mind is that all of these things are given to us, right? Through his spirit, through his son. Nothing that we can attain. Yeah. Nothing that we can earn. Yeah. Nothing that we deserve. Right? And, and, and yet, we can sit here on a Zoom meeting and discuss righteousness and be able to be in right alignment with God, which is impossible for man. That when I think about these things, it just kind of blows my mind because it goes towards his passion for us, yeah. right? Which goes back towards uh, the passion of the Christ. You know, why he went through all of that, why he went through the suffering, the pain, the beatings, right? The, embar the embarrassment, the humiliation, why he went through it because he was passionate for us, right? Yeah. And, and, I, and I, think it, I think that's where the humility uh Bob Scalisi, that's where the humility comes in. Um, Alan, that's where the humility comes in. Because, because when we understand that, that should bring us to a place of humility. Right? That man, he, he loved me that much. See, it's hard for us. It's hard for us to uh it's hard for us to put ourselves in those shoes because one, it happened so long ago, right? Um, it's hard for us to say he did that for me. Right. To actually put ourselves in those shoes. Right. But the truth is, is that he did. He did it for, for each and every one of us that are on this Zoom. He did it for everyone who's who's not on this Zoom. Um, and, and, and he did it happily because he loves us. And that that blows my mind. You know, and if, and if that if that doesn't bring us into a place of love for him. Right. A place of, of, of passion for him. Then nothing will. You know, uh, for men, for, for us men, let, and let's just let's just be honest, you know, and, and put our cards on the table, so to speak. Um, for us, for us men, most times, for us to do something, uh, for us to uh, be involved in something, uh, there has to be a benefit for us. Yeah, yeah. There has to be a benefit for me. You know, I, I'm doing this because I'm getting paid, right? I'm doing this because because uh, uh, I'm going to get a reward at the end of it. I'm doing this because I want to eat. 
you know, there's a there's a payoff for us, right? But God did this for us. There was no payoff for him. There was no reward for him. It was purely out of love. And and that that blows my mind. See, see, in the thought of that, the thought of that, the thought of that brings me deeper in love with him. All right, with Jesus, with God our Father, with the Spirit of God, brings me deeper in love with them. And that's that's the passion that that we that we want to get at this morning. You know, that's the passion that we really want to target this morning. Right? Um and hey, don't get me wrong, right? I I think that we all come into this with our own reasons and purposes. With our, with our own desires, with our own um Desired outcome, so to speak, right? Because, yeah, because because we because this, we're human, and you know we come in this with some type of ulterior uh, uh, motive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, but God's okay with that. God's okay with that, you know. And but but my thing is, once we're here, and once we start to understand these concepts, once we start to understand these foundational truths that. Uh, that he brings to us, that should bring us into a place of un uh, unmerited, un un unbarred love and passion for him. Yeah. All right. This is a this is the difference between this. I think I think this is a difference between us walking um, in conformity and not walking in conformity with God. All right. Um, us being able to uh, stay the course, right? Because I think we get lost, and I think there are times. I think there are times that we ebb and flow in this thing, right? Where there's times where we're, we're we're deeply, passionately in love with God, and we are cemented. And then there's times when we're just kind of lost, and we're just drifting, and we just fall away, and then we forget, or we or we lose we lose focus. You know, yeah. and and we find ourselves kind of drifting away from God. We lose sight yeah. of Him. You know, yeah. and that that you know. Um, so how do we when we're in those places where we lose focus? How do we get back? How do we how do we how do we get focus back? How do we how do we how how do you, here's the thing? How do you rekindle romance? In your relationships with your wives or with your family members? Well, take yourself. Spending time with them. Spending yeah. time with them. That's huge, right? That's yeah. huge. How else? How else do we rekindle romance? Buy flowers, take them out to dinner. Yeah. Give a show of affection. Hey, look Look at look at look at Boss Galisi. He's he's coming out of the box. Keys to romance. Yeah. Flowers, candy, dinner. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. How else? It all has to stop. It all has to stop with an inner desire, though. You know what I mean? You mm. have to. You have to desire to do it and to start over and to and to seek it, or else you know you're gonna go the other way. So it yeah. it all starts from the inside of the heart wanting to. Get back to that. Get back to that relationship. Yeah, it has to be. I, I like. I like what you're saying, John. Um, and and I think the word that that you're talking about it has to be intentional. Right. Yeah, intentional. Right. There has to be. Yeah. Hey, because if it's not, if it's not what John just said, then then I don't know that we can sustain it. You might be able to do it for a little bit, right? But you won't be able to sustain it. All right. Oh God. How else? What other what other things can we do to rekindle romance in our relationships? Look at you guys. You guys are silent. <laughs> a lot of effort. A lot of effort. A lot of effort to to please and to do what that other person desires. With the need, put the needs of that other person yeah. in place of your own. Who? Wow. To meet them. Wow. Wow, John, you just you just said something there that the, the spirit just pinged yeah. in my in my soul about, right? Um, yeah. 
doing something for someone else, right? Uh, that's outside of your desires, yeah. right? But has to do with their desires, right? Wow, that's 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 kind of powerful, yeah. right? I found that the worst thing you can do to women is not pay attention to them. You have to pay attention. Even sometimes when your flesh don't want to, but you, you have to, the more you pay attention to them and have more communication, it works better. Hmm. Well, it's almost like when in, in, the, in the scriptures where it says, where Jesus says that you have to be like a little child. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be like a little child because, you know, they get something new and they, they it, it excites them so much and it, and it yeah. drives them. So, and it's like with our relationships, right? To rekindle that romance, we got to go back yeah. to like, we're pursuing them again. Like when yeah. it oh, yeah. first started, when, oh, when we yeah. were talking, you know, when we were talking yeah. and we were doing the mating dance around each other and oh, everything yeah. was about the other person. And then yeah. you get away from yeah. that. And then in order to rekindle it, you have to stop back again like a child in that relationship in order to, to build yeah. up that desire mm. and that love. You know? Amen. Amen, John. You hit it right on the head. Uh, that's that's why John that's why God says God says to go back uh to when we first met. Right? He says to go back to when we first met. So what he's saying is what he's saying is go back to that time when, when we first fell in love. Right, when when you actually cared about what I cared about, right? When 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 my desires became your desires, right? And you didn't take this thing on your own, but but you really cared about me. Go back to the your first love, right? The first time when we first met, right? When when you first met your wife, right? You would have got out of the bed at two three in the morning to go grab her a coffee. She said, "I I want a coffee." You would say, "I'm on my way," right? You would you would have did whatever. You were to listen to anything, anything she said at any time, or the day or night, or anything she had, it would have been right. It wouldn't have mattered what she said was stupid or dumb. Ah, it wouldn't have mattered. John Martino, you got something? Yeah, I was just saying. It seems like it all all comes down to that that first is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Yeah. You know, like what we would, what you would like, or what we would like for. Uh, any sort of expression or, or action, uh, display or do with your, your spouse or your, your significant other. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think we get into places, guys, where where um, we forget these things. Yeah. Right. We 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 we. Yeah, I mean, we get complacent. We we forget how we courted our wives and. And how we won their hearts, um, and so we forget how to go back to those places to win their hearts again. And it's the same thing with God, right? Um, we, you know, as we we start to we come into salvation, right? And He comes in and He He shows power in our lives, and we fall deeply yeah. in love with Him, right? And then after we start walking with Him for a little while, we forget, yeah, well. you know, we forget and we lose our passion for Him. Right, we lose the ability to uh, to to court him because we're like, hey, God is God, right? The the thing that the thing that that I think one of the things that I suffer with, guys, and I'll just be transparent with you, right? One of the things that I suffer with is, I think when people look at me, um, they say Wes is okay, he's strong, so he doesn't need encouragement. He's gonna do it on his own, right? Or he's got God in his life. He's gonna he's gonna be okay. He doesn't need an encouragement, right? So because of that, there's there's very little or minimum encouragement, right, that comes my way. But the reality is, is that I need encouragement just like everybody else, right? No. I, I, yeah, I need, I need to hear from my wife, hey, you're doing a good job, you know, you're, you're a good husband. Yeah. You know, I need encouragement too, right? Um, and and yeah. a lot of times, a lot of times when we don't hear that, we kind of, we you know, we'll, we'll soldier on, right? We'll soldier on, you know, but... but we start to realize something's lacking, right? And and he, and I think God finds Himself in that position, where where yeah. He, you know, we look at Him we're like God is God, right? Yeah. He doesn't He doesn't need me to say, God, you're awesome in my life. God, you 
you're doing a great job. <laughs> you know, you know, it's, it, he doesn't need that from us, right? But when we do it, right, that lets him know that we love him, that we actually appreciate him, that we actually see what he's doing in our lives, right? And and what does that do? When when that happens, what does that do? That makes when that happens for me, right? So if my wife comes and she pats me on the back and says, "Honey, I just want you to know that you're doing a great job." That makes me want to do a better job, right? All of a sudden, my chest gets puffed out, and I'm like, all right, I'm ready. I got to be a better husband, even better, right? So when, when, when we show God that we love him and that we're passionate about him, we say, God, you know, you, you, you're awesome in my life. God, you're, just, you're there. You're, 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 you're faithful. You're committed to me, and I'm committed to you. God just comes in, and he says, you know what? I'm going to show you just how much I'm committed to you. I'm going to show you just how much I'm passionate about you. And, and, and we see that manifest in our lives, in our relationships, right? This is the passion that that I want to talk about this morning, right? For us, for us as men, it's hard to do that, right? It's hard to get to that place. It's hard, you know. I think there's some pride in there that comes in at times, you know, yeah. that makes us stubborn, yeah, you know, true. and not want to do the things that we know we have to do in order to uh, keep the love, the love flames burning. <laughs> yeah, you know. Especially like, you know, you know, if we think about our, our relationships with our wives, you know, we get comfortable with them, right? And then we're comfortable. So we don't, we don't feel that we have to, you know, go the extra mile any longer. We don't feel like we have to, we've proven ourselves, so to speak, right? And I notice one thing I don't do too well is that, and, uh, you know, just being transparent. I don't take criticism very well, but sometimes it's corrective criticism. You know, we should listen. We we have to. We have to take everything. You know, what I what I yeah. tend to do at times, what I do a lot of times is sometimes um, Marissa will say something and or do something, and I might take offense to it, right? Yeah, but but yeah, before yeah. but before I react to it, right? Yeah. I I let it. I let it kind of sit, you know, and and I, yeah. I, uh, I think about it, and I let the spirit of God kind of lead me, and what's yeah. going on, right? And a lot of times, a lot of times, what will happen is God will soften my heart, yeah. you know, True. to yeah. to whatever whatever I felt I was offended about, right? Yeah. And then I'll find that I'm not offended anymore, and then whatever was being requested of me. Whatever was uh, was being asked of me, I find myself easily able to, you know, uh, to do it, All right? Um, this this these this is the, the give and take of relationship, right? And is it the same way with God? Is it the same way? Yeah. Right. He asks of us to do something, and sometimes we don't want to do it. Um, or we take offense. To a rebuke from God in some way, right? And uh, and we don't wanna, we don't wanna follow through, right? Yeah. And he's saying, he's saying, I do this because I love you, I do this because you're my son, and what, what good father doesn't uh, rebuke, right? Because rebuke is part of love. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think I think for a lot of us. Uh, we need to rekindle our passion for God. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, we have, to, we have to, you know, as I look at marriage, um, it's a continual work, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, it, yeah. It, it's, it's a continual work. We, we can't sit back and say, okay, we're there and, and rest. Because once we do that, we find that we've fallen behind, you know? Yeah. Um, it's continually working at, you know, reminding Marissa, showing Marissa that I love her, um, putting her first above me in a lot of things, right? Um, putting the family, the things that I know that she needs, the things that I know that she desires, right, in her core, putting those things before the things that I desire, the things that, that yeah. I need, right? Uh, showing her that, you know, you matter to me, right? Yeah. So, so we also need to be that way with God. We can't um, have God in a place where that's God, so he doesn't need that, right? Mm. Even though he doesn't, yeah. right? Even though he doesn't, right? He doesn't yeah. need it, 
but but when we show it to him, when we when we live it, right? When we uh, live a life of conformity, right? Um, when we live a life of of passion, right? That's when you see his anointing. That's when you see his love come down in your life in powerful ways. Just like, just like, hey, just like when we do that for our wives. What happens when we do that for our wives, man? You come home, and the dinner's made. Maybe there's some Barry White on in the background. You know, yeah. things about to get yeah. good. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. All right, everybody, wake yeah. up now. Wake up. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's the reason why he gave. That's the whole reason why he created all of this. He created us yeah. for relationship and fellowship. Yeah. With us. So he wasn't yeah. alone. By, I mean, he could have made billions of robots that said "love you, love you" and walked around saying "I love you, yeah. I love you, I love you." But he didn't. He he made us because he wanted fellowship and relationship with us. He doesn't need it. Amen. But he wants it. Amen. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't need, I'm, I'm separate from my wife. My wife, most females, they, they need attention. They need, they need oh, the oh, security. Yeah. They need the yeah. food. I love, you, I love you. I'm, that's not my makeup. I don't need it. I, I want it. You know, once in a while you want it, but I don't need it. You know what I mean? That's yep. like God. God doesn't need it, but he wants it. Amen. Yeah. It. Amen. Amen. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You know, um, in Psalms, Psalms 11, uh, verse 7, it says, For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteousness. And the upright will behold his face. So, so, so my question to you is, do you want to see the face of God? It, you know, as, as, we're, as, we're, as we're bringing this side by side, like with relationships with our wives and our family members, right? So when we're... When we're rekindling that fire, that passion for our marriages and for our, our relationship with our wives, right? What happens is we see more of their face, yeah. right? And and not, and then the face that we see isn't a face with scowls and 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 mean looks and you know what I mean? It's a, it's a smiley, happy face, yeah. right? True. Right. And and when we're when we're living in in a place of conformity, right? If we're living in, in a place of, of alignment with Christ, with God, the Father, He shows His face in our lives, and it's a face of, of happiness. It's a face of, of joy, right? Um, we get to see His face. That's powerful. Yeah. That's powerful. You see, the, the thing is, right, so, so one would ask, right, one would ask, why, why do all of this? You know, why go through all of this, right? Um, why have to work so hard, so to speak, in this, right? Um, and not that we should do anything for a blessing or for God's favor in our lives, right? We should do it for the joy of serving and for, for the love of Him, right? But His promises, right? His promises... Is if we are if we are in line with him, if we're if we're righteous, we live a life of righteousness. One is our life is blessed. Two, we see his favor in our lives. Three, um, we see our families blessed, right? Uh, and and then the biggest thing of all is is four, we get to have eternity with him. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we get to have eternity with him. You know. And you know this this attitude, um, this attitude says it says um, those who hunger and thirst, 
Yeah. Right? Who hunger and thirst. Right? Yeah. Do, do you guys do you guys hunger and thirst daily? No. No, I mean I mean I'm not even I'm not even I'm not even I'm not even talking about yeah. spiritual thing. I'm talking about just a natural thing. Right? Yeah. Do you have to eat and drink every day? Right? You do. Right? And it may be a lot or maybe a little. But either way, you have to eat every day, you have to drink every day. Right? So you hunger and you thirst for things that are gonna keep you alive every day. Right? The essentials of life. But but here's here's what I'm here's what I want to say share with you is that Christ says he says that if you drink of my water you will never be thirsty, right? It, 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 he says that his 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 people will never go hungry, right? And he's not talking about the the natural food and and water that we need for our bodies. It's a spiritual drink. Yeah. It's a spiritual hunger that we have to have in order for us to be able to sustain ourselves, yeah. right? We we have to have a spiritual hunger. And a spiritual thirst for the things of God in order for us to have eternal life. In order for us to, to, to be able to stay connected uh, to God and to live a life that's worthy of Him. Man, that preaches right there. Yeah, it does. And I, I, I got to shut myself down on that one, man. That, that's a, that preaches yeah. right there. All right? Yeah. The hunger and thirst. We, that's passion, right? That's passion. So, so do we hunger and thirst for, for God, for the things of God? Do we hunger and thirst for His Word? Do we hunger and thirst for, for, uh, for prayer and prayer? Do we hunger and thirst to hear Him, to, to feel Him, to, to, to see Him in our lives? Do we hunger and thirst for God? That's passion. Yes. Right, that's passion. You know, um, if we if we don't, right? If we don't, then we become uh, malnutritioned in the spirit, right? We become uh, we become uh, what is it? What is it called? The uh, people that don't eat and they get so skinny that they John Rubiano. What, what's the call, John Rubiano? I know you would know. What is it? Yeah. Bulimic. Yeah. Bulimic. <laughs> I think bulimic has to do with blood, Dad. No. Nah, it has to do with that, too, you become. Yeah, uh, emaciated. Emaciated. Right, John Martino? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some of us are walking around and our ribs are being seen. Our ribs are showing. Because we. Because <laughs> our ribs are showing spiritually. Because we haven't thirsted and hungered for God. We're, we're, we're stumbling along, barely, barely strong enough to hold ourselves up. Anemic. Atrophy. Yeah. Go ahead, John Martino. I don't know, P.W., you talk about your ribs are showing. On Facebook, I see a lot of smoked ribs coming from your house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm actually going to put some beef ribs on today. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, most of us ribs are not showing. <laughs> Hey, but but the truth is, right? So here's the thing. Here's the thing. When we get accepted into the life, right? We accept Christ as our Savior. Literally, literally, we're given a spot at the table of God, right? We have our own chair with your name on it. You have plates with your name on it. Gold silverware, you know, cups, you know, filled with wine and all kinds of things. All any delectable thing that you could think of is there for you to eat yeah. right but what we tend to do a lot of times is, is we don't want to sit at the table or we sit at the table and we don't want to eat yeah. right self-starvation right when yeah. it's right there for you to eat and, and you decide you don't want to eat it right we and and and, and the thing that that causes us to be able to sit at the table and, and partake right is the understanding that it was given to us out of love and if it's given to us out of love, um, then we can partake of it freely. I think, I think for us guys, a lot of men, right, we, we tend to think that if I partake, then I owe something. 
right? If I partake, then, then what's expected of me? Like, what do I have to do? But God's saying to us, he's saying to us, you, you, nothing's expected of you. The only thing that's expected of you is to love me. Yeah. And, and, and the truth of it is, guys, the truth of it is, is to know him is to love him. To know him is to love him. If you if you if you get the opportunity to know God, no doubt in my mind that you'll fall in love with God, because he's that good. Yeah, yeah, he's that good. You'll fall in love with him. So so and that's all he's that's all he wants. That's all he desires. He desires our 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 willingness to love him. And because if and if we love him, then what will we do? We'll conf, we'll we'll conform. Right, brings us back to that place, right, of righteousness. Right, if we love him, we'll conform. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll live a life of conformity. And that sounds, that sounds, right, on its surface, it sounds, uh, it sounds, it sounds, um, it's the word I want. It sounds like we're, we're, we're giving in and giving up, right? But that's, that's not it at all, right? What we're doing is we're realizing that uh, God is the answer, and through Him, everything that we desire, everything that we want, you know, will come through Him. Right? It's actually, it's actually understanding the reality of it versus uh, the falsity that the world presents. Mm-hmm. Right? I think the conform is the, the the thing where a lot of people use submit right. rather than conform because conform seems more. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem as pleasing, you know. It, it seems weak, seem right? Yeah, it seems weak, right? Yeah. Some, sometimes yeah. you have to surrender to win. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Submissive. John Martino, I see your screen lighting up green. Did you say something? <laughs> no, I was just gonna say Scalisi. That was a good one. Yeah, I know. I, I was like, I was like, yeah. man, Bob, that's yeah. the quote of the day for you. So, so guys, we've kind of hit on a couple things, and I want to leave you with this, right? So, if you find yourself in a place where um, maybe you're not as passionate for God as you'd like to be, then my suggestion is is that you go back to the first time that you met Him. Go back to that place, right, and 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 woo woo Him all over again. Right. Yeah. Um, if yeah. you find yourself in a place where you feel like you're passionate for God, but you want to be more passionate for God, right? Yeah. Then, then, I, if we just if we just realize and look at the things that He's done, right? Look at our yeah. lives. Oh God. Look at our lives, right? Really? Um, that in itself will show you how much He loves you, and that should bring you to a place of deeper uh, love for Him, more passionate love for Him. Right. That's right. Yeah. You know, um, and I think I think for us as men, you know, um, one of the strengths that we can show our families is our yeah. passion for God. Yeah. Because because we know that ninety three percent of all households, when the man is accepted, when the man accepts Jesus Christ as his savior and walks in a life of conformity, the yeah. whole family yeah. the whole family walks in a life of conformity. Ninety-three percent of the time, ninety-three yeah. percent of the time. That's huge, right? Yeah. So when we can show our family our passion for God, we can show them not just not just in words, but in life, right? A conformed life, right? A, a, a life, a life that's led by God, a life that's in line with with Jesus Christ, right? What ends up happening is they follow us into that place, yeah. right? Yeah, true. And we Very see true. we see marriages that are blessed. We see families that are blessed. We see households that are blessed. No matter what we might have to go through, and and more 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 um not more but uh now more than ever now more than ever the world needs to see the sons of God being passionate for God now more than ever yeah right. You can see that. As the song says, let your light shine. Right? Yeah. Let your light shine. I play it for Eliana yeah. all the time. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a little light of mine. I'm going to yeah, let it shine. Yeah. All right? Yeah, you have to, you, that's how you let your light shine. By, by letting those who love you, who are around you, see your love for God through your life, through your deeds, through everything that you do. Right? And, and, and they see that and God gets the glory for it. He gets honored for that. And, he, and in return, in return, he, he, uh, he blesses you and he shows favor in your life. Right? So we have, to, we have to hunger and thirst for the things of God. Right. Like John Martino said earlier, you know, we have a lot of time on our hands and, you know, he's doing a lot more reading, you know, getting into the word of God. And, you know, and, and when you get into the word of God, guys, don't just get there and just read it. Ponder on the things of, that's, that you read, you know, ponder on a lot of I think I think a big a big thing that we lost uh, that we, we don't have in, in our walk with in our Christianity is, is meditation, meditating on, on the word of God. You know, think yeah. think about yeah. those things. You know, yeah. ask questions to God. God, what is this? What does that mean? You know, how does how does this happen? You know, where are you going yeah. with this? You know, yeah. because yeah. when you do that, He gives us the answers. He's He's willing. He wants to give us the answers to these things. Yeah. You know, if you see my post, a lot of my posts are results of my asking God questions on His Word, and and He reveals to me. The truth of those things, and then I just I have to share it, so I put it out there. Yeah. You know, same thing with sermons. A sermon is is basically built off of a question that I have God, that I ask God, and and He comes in and He gives the answer. Yeah. Right. So stay stay passionate, guys. Stay passionate for the yeah. Lord. Hunger and yeah. thirst. Hunger and thirst for God, because you know, because the the all these attitudes they have a reward, right? says when you hunger and thirst uh, for righteousness, you know, it says that they shall be satisfied. Hallelujah. Right? He's faithful to give you what you need. Yes. He's faithful. Amen. Amen. Hey, you guys are faithful, right? Um, yeah, trying to be. You guys, you guys are faithful, man. You know, I, I, uh, you guys are a blessing, you know, um, yeah. to get up in the morning, you know, and, and get on here, you know, uh, and when we're in church, getting up in the morning, going to the church, you guys are faithful, you know, and I know that God sees that, and I see the blessings in your lives, right, and, yeah. and he'll continue to bless you. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. even look, you guys are here, you're all healthy, at least you look healthy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. families are protected, and this is, this is the, what God, yeah. this is God's promise, not to us. You know that he'll 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 protect us. He'll he'll protect our families. He'll he'll watch over us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. True. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Stay passionate, guys. Stay yeah. passionate. Thank you. you know it's it's tough for us. You can, it's something that you can easily yeah. fall out of. Right? Stay yeah. passionate. Don't yeah. just don't get on cruise control. Don't get on cruise control. Right? Just put the cruise control on. Sit back. Yeah, it's good. Go ahead, God. You got it. Stay seeking. Stay searching. Stay ever looking, right? Yeah. For the things of God. Stay in prayer. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, well, guys, we've come to that magical hour. And I don't want to yeah. keep you guys any longer than I have to. Um, yeah. So let's pray. And I just want to, you know, uh, just bless you guys. Uh, and let you go about your day. Um, yeah. John Cambio. Yes, sir. Would you lead us out in prayer? Yes, Father God, thanks so much for waking us this morning, giving us this beautiful Thank you, day. thank you, thanks thank you. for uh, allowing us to get together like this. Uh, I believe, Lord God, uh, yes. this thank word you. says that uh, whatever the devil has uh, planned for evil, you use for good. And during this time, uh, we're adapting and finding uh, different ways of getting together and and uh, we're, we're accepting the changes that we need to make in our lives and uh, not, not conforming to evil, but conforming to uh, what our true passion is, and that's to serve you. So yeah, we're keep us passionate. more and more ways to be uh, focused on you. Because we're focused you. on you, all yes. the rest will fall into place. And yeah. I believe that the more good is going to come out of this than anything evil. Yes, uh, probably. Yes. Well, so we thank, you for thank you for... Um, 
this beautiful weather that we're going to have today. And we'll yes. always be in with you uh, with, with our group again uh, next Saturday and tomorrow yes. in service. So we thank you, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 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 Nice amen. Break, yeah. amen. You guys, hey, be blessed, guys. Hey, stay, stay, stay connected, right? Stay connected, guys. Thank you for listening in to today's uh, Rally Point uh, Men of Integrity episode. As the men of integrity talked about passion. Stay passionate for the Lord and the things of God. Watch Him move in your life. Thank you again for tuning in and listening. And uh, we just pray a blessing upon you. And we ask that you just continue to seek God in all, of, in all that you do. Bless you.